How's it guys? My name is Mark Haystack and you're listening to the Birding Life Youth Podcast. This is part two of my interview I had with Ethan Day about the Karoo National Park and his experiences, our experiences in South Africa's great Karoo. All right, let's jump right in. No, yeah, no, I mean, it's it so often happened. In fact, the last, the most recent YouTube uh, video from the Kura National Park, when I arrived there at the gate, I saw one of the staff that I knew, and I greeted him and I said, how's it? Um, and I asked the mandatory, um, any, what, what's been seen recently, uh, you know, and he said that that morning, the morning of my arrival, that one of the lines was inside the campsite that managed to get in through one of the sort of um you know floodgate no ways uh, and it was in the camp that morning. and what happened uh i they i think they managed to chase it up they got the helicopter up they were doing game count some game counts that weekend so the helicopter was up and flying uh anyway and they managed to to push them out of the area up that valley that you were talking about with the helicopter but i mean i was there that week you know that day that morning they were there and so i was searching 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 Aww. but then i you know then it, you re, then you remember like that's not it's not that's not what the career is about um it's not about chasing yeah. big things but it, it's about everything and i mean of course with this being a, a bird podcast i think you know we the the birding there i mean it's just it's so unique and if you go in the sort of august september time you know, they're nesting black eagles all over the place. And it's it's just uh, just something so special. Phew. Yeah, I thought those black eagles are something else. I remember seeing a pair of black eagles flying over the camp. Uh, if you're facing the north side of the camp, um, away from the chalets, there's that one copy on the right. Um, and there, I saw two black eagles soaring over and they were, they were just going around and around and eventually they disappeared. But I don't know, maybe there's a nest site there, but they do hang around there um, just in case... Everyone wants to see them, but I'm, I'm sure you, I actually, I remember seeing them at that, what was that one lookout point where there's ground woodpeckers and you can see a waterfall down in the valley. Oh yeah. That's the, uh, the Royvala lookout. Royvala. Up on the, up on the Port Lekikilip. Yeah, Royvala. Right. That's, that, that yeah. is the, it was actually one of the, the, um, the valleys when I was there during the, uh, pensioners week, he <laughs> said, um, he said I was a bit early to go and see them, but he said up there, if you go and have a look at that lookout point, um, and then to your right on the cliff on the near side, he says that he's sometimes seen the chick you know, oh, just gee. from above. And wow. he's, you know, I mean, he showed me some of the photographs that he'd got from pre- previous visits. I mean, mm-hmm. just phenomenal. Just absolutely phenomenal. Big, yeah. big um, parents bringing in dassies for a tiny little chick. Oh, wow, you got to see that. Yeah, well, he showed me the pictures. I've I've never seen it myself. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. that's where I saw one of the black eels of the trip, um, besides yeah, yeah. in the in the in the the camp there. But um, yeah, I think tip number one for this episode would be: listen, there are lions in the Karoo National Park, but you know, you, you you I I looked for them both times I went, and it kind of just distracts you, even if it's just a little bit off your main focus of enjoying the park. And you should really just take it as an extra add-on to the experience if you do see the lions, because looking for them is like looking for a ghost as uh, kind of relates to, it's not, it's not Casper, um, 
um, Sylvester. Sylvester. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, they're kind of the ghosts of the park, the lions. So yeah. going to the Nakuru National Park, you've got to try to, even if you're not a birder, if you're a uh, just an average Joe going to the park, looking for a timeout, enjoy the park for what it is. And many people, for many people, that is the scenery, going for the drives up the mountain passes there, stopping at the lookout points and having a cup of coffee or a, a nice beer on an afternoon, you know or going looking for birds that you haven't seen before or you would like to catch up with. If you go looking for the mammals, unfortunately, you're going to run around looking for ghosts and you might not get to see them so well as ghosts generally are. So, yeah, I, I feel one day I'll go to the Crew National Park and from now on, I think I should go there without the aim of seeing the mammals. Just go for the birds and the scenery, scenery and just see what special sightings come my way because... Yeah, as, as we've discussed, the mammals there are a lot scarcer than other national parks and especially the lions. So take the lions as a bonus sighting, I think. Um, and I'm not sure, have you ever had it that way, Ethan? No, no, absolutely. Um, I mean, you go there, you know, you see lots of, you know, sort of desert adapted herbivores. So you'll see lots of, you know, cave monsters everywhere, hemsbok, springbok, things like that. And if you if you just enjoy that and then enjoy the birds and enjoy the scenery and the unique opportunity to be able to walk around you know the campsite and check out the fossil trail and whatever enjoy, enjoy what it has to offer uh, yeah so it's been it's been like that you know when you you arrive in the park and you you bump into sort of desert adapted uh herbivores so you know hemsbok and springbok mountain zebra and if you just take take that in you know enjoy those side things and then enjoy the scenery and then enjoy you know the bird side things and enjoy the environment i mean climate is so so reminiscent of that beating heart of south africa the crew it's just such a special environment with special birds and special animals and i think you've just got to enjoy them all all at the same time and you'll be surprised by things mm. um you know lions we just you know by accident bumped into lions um one day just out of pure luck and then you might be surprised with something like a like a black rhino. I know there are a couple in the park. I won't say too much, but um, you do have the chance of seeing of seeing black rhino as well. Oh yeah. Now the atmosphere of the place, I totally agree, is something magical. Uh, it's it's so it's such a hot atmosphere and and climate, as you said, you know, and it's 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 just such a the heat and the smells of the place just make it such a different feel and uh, going there is something very special because of this feeling even if you don't see much you know some people go to the park and i've made the mistake once or twice before um of going somewhere not seeing what i wanted to or i expected you got to go to a place like this not expecting anything and just take it as it comes because things come your way no matter what you're in the wild um and 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 yeah uh, just just go for it and uh, even if you don't get to drive around lots, I know that the, the night drives and the, the 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 afternoon drives and morning drives might be out of out of someone's budget, but even walking around the camp, my word, you get to see such far distances away. You get to see the um, the copies above you. You get to smell the flowers <laughs> and see the birds, um, and just the day drives, the, your self drives are such so, something else you know you, you get to go up these mountain passes and there's a quite a few spots as i said where you can stop and get out viewpoints um and literally with no fence around you and admire the view uh and and what's around you as well because 
maybe there's a line walking down the road and you're actually allowed to get out the car. But I suppose you should probably get in the car if the line's walking towards you. Um, so yeah, no, uh, I'm looking forward to going to the Crew National Park again. And over the last year, um, two years, 2020, 2021, um, I'm not sure, well, 2022, 2021, the beginning of both years, we've had excellent rains in the sub-region. And I think 2020 as well, we had some good rains in the, the actually the whole of South Africa. Yeah, no, I, I remember we did have some very good rain. Yeah. Um, and recently driving through the Kura on my way out here to Pretoria, I mean, so green, 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 green. Just mm. like, and, and the northern parts of South Africa, especially like uh, a year ago, the Kalahari Desert was, uh, it was a meadow. It was full of grass all over the place, green, lush grass. Um, and I suppose that made it much harder for people to, you know, have game viewing experiences. Uh, but also here in the garden roots, beginning of this year, we had a torrential downpour here. <laughs> Excuse the hardy dolls in the background. There's the wildlife of the day featured on the podcast. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, did you hear them? Yeah, I heard them. Okay. All right. Yeah, so, so yeah, the garden roots, there, were, there was flooding here. The mountains have new land for, uh, landslides on them here. Under uh, My house is situated under the Otaniqua Mountain. Um, and and also the Karoo, the Klang Karoo and parts of the Great Karoo. I think because the garden route had so much rain, you know, usually the Karoo doesn't get the same rain as the garden route does because there's this mountain, this um, there's this mountain separating the two regions of of climate and uh, two biomes actually. Uh, but the rest mm -hmm. of South Africa got great rains, and I know I'm following Rome Game Reserve, which is in the Great Karoo following them on Instagram, they're posting videos about their river flowing. Uh, the locusts have actually um, really sprout up in the garden. There's huge swarms of locusts in the, sorry, not the garden route, the great Karoo. There's, mm. I've never seen it this bad before. Have you also seen stuff about it? Yes. In, on that visit in um, 20, it was last year, May, 2021. I've never seen locusts like that before. Yeah. And I mean, I've been visiting since I was very small. And I, I mean, in places driving through the park, they'd just be brown, a brown sort of mat looking thing walking yeah. across the road. And it's all the little hoppers going across so waiting to develop their wings before they can take off and go. And yeah, and then, and then when they, they grow wings, it's a different story. There's like this huge mass, mat, like massive ball just gliding through yeah. the sky. And when it crosses a highway, oh my word, it's just like, da -da 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 -da. you just get like, Hit yeah. the window just gets hit with locusts. I remember when we were driving once, um, driving on our way back, I think, uh, we got hit by a huge swarm of locusts and one of them cracked the window. He had a very hard head or something. Uh, there was like a small crack in the window. But, but oh, no, I'm, I'm thinking that's probably a, 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 a cause. I mean, a, it's probably due to the rains that came to the area. The locusts have probably um, fluctuated greatly you know there's been a big fluctuation in in, in locust amounts and in, in the Karoo because of the 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 extra rains that have come to the sub-region so so yeah i think with the rains come the benefits and the disadvantages um and obviously mm. you would think that with all the locusts there's lots of food for birds but actually with such giant swarms i would imagine the birds are kind of scared of the locusts and i've got a friend in the clan Karoo. Uh, which is closer to me than the great Karoo is, who had a swarm come onto his lawn 
and just completely chow the green grass until it went brown. So that's the kind of stuff they're doing. It's kind of destructive. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Farmers, no. I mean, they see the locusts coming and they just, yeah, they're not happy. They, they, I mean, what can you do actually? No, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, you can't. And about the birds, uh, I, I don't, um, I didn't take much notice of it, but now that you mention it, in the areas when I found those, those big swarms, when there were areas with lots of adults, I didn't see lots of birds, but those sort of areas where there's lots of hoppers that are unable to fly and get away, those swarms of little baby hoppers attracted a huge amount of birds. But you know, in areas where there's lots of adults, grown ones, I didn't I didn't notice an increase yeah. or a decrease. Now maybe in, that's it's a bit of a theory there. Maybe because you know they fly, they look like a big mass of of something, so the birds get scared of them, mm -hmm. but you know, when they're hopping along the ground, the, the birds kind of take the opportunity to to go at them and have a nice brunch. Yeah, exactly. An absolute feast, yeah. Yeah, an absolute no, feast. No, I don't know. I don't know. There'll <laughs> have to be some uh, some uh, ornithologist with an entomology interest to test that out or some or the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Sure, let's hope let's hope the swarms get better, hey. I mean, um, they say that for the yeah. next 40 years or so, after these this big downpour in the the, the, the western cape area um that there's going to be good rains and then apparently there's a cycle that carries on you know 40 years of good rain 40 years of bad rain 40 years of good rain um so so yeah let's just hope that the locusts don't increase and uh, cause more damage but the birds will find a way to chow them but yeah no um it was really interesting to hear your Karoo national park experiences i'm looking forward to going again and when i do go uh, i know how to just go about the day you know just chill and enjoy it what comes my way absolutely i said absolutely just you know take it slow enjoy everything and, take it slow you know slow and roll, 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 roll all the surprises you know exactly <laughs> yeah well ethan i'm not going to hold you much i'm not going to hold you back anymore you've got a bit of uh, veterinary hotshot stuff to do so i'm going to let you get to <laughs> that and i'll chat soon but all right thank you so much Malcolm. i've really loved being on the show and uh, yeah all the best chat soon say don't forget if you want to check out ethan day's adventures go look up ed wildlife on youtube and check out his social media channels don't forget to subscribe to the birding life on all your social media platforms and listen to us on your favorite podcast players until next time happy birding and be blessed